perfect mess is my perfect mess. first initially was going through my divorce I I felt like a failure I felt like you know who was gonna want me you know because I knew the first question I was gonna get was why'd you get divorced <clears throat> what did you do did you cheat were you abusive verbally physically I just remember like beating myself up before I even gave myself a shot. And it was fair, it was fair game because, you know, when you're married, you've, you go in, at least most of us go into it thinking, this is going to be my last relationship. I'm going to grow old with this person and, and that's that. And then when that doesn't happen, you start thinking, well, here I am, I'm a mess now. <clears throat> and who in the hell is going to want me? Now, it's just, it doesn't go for just men. It goes for women as well. I know plenty of women that, you know, are going through a divorce, who've gone through a divorce, and they feel like, who's going to want me? You know, I've gone through a divorce. I've got kids, and I don't look like I used to. I don't feel like I used to, and that's exactly what I went through. So... That's what this episode's about. Let's talk about it. About not running from the work. So, welcome to episode 118 of the Perfect Mess Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Molina, and uh, thanks for tuning in. You can check me out at web at my website at raymolina.com. My Instagram is at it's Ray Molina. That is also my TikTok, and the podcast is also the same on TikTok and Instagram at the Perfect Mess Pod. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, youtube.com slash at the perfect mess pod. Once you hit subscribe, also hit that notification bell in the corner so you can get all notifications for any content that I put up. All right. Aside from that, I hope you guys are doing well. So I just wanted to be real informal about informal about everything that I want to talk about today. I have been speaking to a few people who have been trying to find their way back, uh, you know, after a, a broken marriage, um, a failed relationship. And then I've just, for some reason, man, you know how these iPhones are, you start having these conversations and it's almost like they're picking up on your conversation because the next thing you know, when you get on social media, you start coming across videos of, uh, people talking about the same thing and lo and behold I was coming across videos of fathers who were in tears you know breaking down because they are now in their 40s and 50s and are facing uh, the reality that they are no longer in their best physical form and their health isn't what it used to be 
They don't look the same way they used to. They don't feel the same way they used to. And now they feel like they're not worth anybody's time. So they want to throw in the towel on not just on a relationship, but on everything in life because that's how down they are. And I want to tell you something. That's not the answer. <clears throat> it's not. The answer is not to cower, to tuck your tail, to hide, to run from it, and to just give up. Now, I'm speaking to the fathers because I'm a father, and I can tell you that I had all these same thoughts. I had all these these thoughts going through my head where I, I thought nobody is going to want to give me a shot because they're going to assume that I'm the one that messed up my marriage. They're going to assume that I did something. No matter what I tell them, they're going to assume I'm the one who did something. And they're not going to give me a shot. Or, you know, six, seven years ago, I looked a lot different. I was 60 pounds heavier. I just was a shell of myself. I looked awful. I felt awful. I was not exercising. I wasn't in the gym. I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't doing any of that. I wasn't reading. I wasn't getting my spirit right. Everything about me was just off. The only thing I was doing well was I was still being a really good father. Now, I want to tell you something. I want to encourage you. If you're listening to this and you're a father um, and you are going through a divorce or you are going through some uncertainties in your relationship right now that maybe you you feel are going to take you down the path of a, of a broken marriage or maybe even just a broken relationship and you have children, I want to give you some encouragement. And that's what this podcast is about. I, I want to give you some encouragement. I want to tell you something because I've been there and I want to tell you where I'm at right now. And I want to encourage you that it's not like you think it's going to be. All right. All the fears that you have in your head, all the fears that you have in your heart are valid. Those are those are those are real fears that everybody has. I had them as well. But that can be avoided. That can be that can be uh it doesn't have to be your forever. But it's gonna take some work by you, it's gonna take some work both physically, mentally. Spiritually, it's going to take you not throwing in the towel. It's going to take you getting up every morning. It's going to take you having confidence and faith and belief that you can get back to where you need to, even when it doesn't look like you can. It's going to take you getting out of bed the days that you don't want to get out of bed. It's going to take you going to the gym and lifting that first weight when you don't really want to lift. And I heard this saying and I started sharing it and I started telling people it. And the saying that I heard that stuck with me for a long time was the heaviest weight you're going to lift at the gym is the front door handle. That's the heaviest weight. Why? because most people won't even get through the front door. They won't show up or they'll sit in the parking lot 
and then they'll just leave. So the heaviest weight you're going to lift is the handle of the front door of the gym. Now, I want to share a few things with you where I'm at right now. I did all these things that I'm talking to you about. And if you are on my Instagram or you're on my website, you probably have seen transition photos of myself, of what I used to look like, how I used to live my life, things that I used to do, and where I am now. And you can see that I have put in a lot of work to get myself to where I am today. And I'll tell you right now, in all honesty, I'm still not where I want to be. But I am a far, far distance from where I used to be. Now, I did the work. I I did the spirit work, which means I didn't go to counseling, but I did go to a men's group. And I was able to share my story with other men. I was able to talk to other men who are going through it or have gone through it and could talk to me and listen to what I had to say and what I was going through and then give me advice or just listen. Because sometimes you don't want advice. Sometimes you don't need advice. Sometimes you just want someone to listen. And it's hard enough for us men to open up and talk about the things that we're going through because we're so damn stubborn. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not exempt from that. But I did that. So I went to my men's group and I shared. I then started this podcast. This podcast is called The Perfect Mess because that's my life. My life isn't perfect. It's absolute mess sometimes, but it's my mess. And it's who I am. And this podcast, in turn, helped me become who I am today as well. Because it gave me an outlet to share my life, share my story with all of you who are listening. And those who may be going through similar things in life that need a word of encouragement. That need to see somebody else is going through it and how they're dealing with it. So maybe you can be encouraged and have uh, some sort of idea on how how you can get through it as well. So the podcast helped me. Then I then I started going to the gym. I just stayed in the gym. I didn't really have a plan. I just knew that I needed to be in the gym. And there were nights I would go in there at, you know, 1 a.m. in the morning. There were other times that I would come in super early in the morning. Then there were times when I would come in in the afternoon. But regardless of what time of the day it was, I would make sure I went. Why? Because I just knew that even if I didn't want to be there, I, I was focused on the long haul because I knew if I stayed the course that eventually I would start to see results and I would like them and I would feel good. And that's what I was trying to work towards. And not only that, I was able to throw my headphones on, listen to some music, listen to a podcast, uh, an audio book, and just kind of get away from the world and just kind of whip myself into shape. There's something special about that, you know, getting on the treadmill, running and or walking on the treadmill, whatever it is, and just locking in and just, you know, getting away from the world. So I did that. I made sure to find different ways to make money, to stay active, because now I went from a two house, a two income household to just me. 
And I knew that now that I have two children, that was going to be very hard for me. Because the last time I was single, I didn't have kids. So all I had to do was take care of myself. And now I'm single. You know, I, their mom is still helping. Obviously, we help each other. But I'm single now. And now there's a bigger burden on me. And I had to step up to the plate on that. And I did. So I made sure to find multiple different avenues to where I could make money. Aside from having, you know, a job. All right. The other thing I did was I slowed down on doing all kinds of partying and drinking. Yes, I like my alcohol. I love whiskey. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm a whiskey drinker. But I knew that for at least the first couple of years, I needed to vacate that and not do it like I used to, which meant drink very sparingly because I had goals in mind. I had things that I needed to do, things that I needed to accomplish. Then I started working on getting out of debt. I never had really any crazy debt. If I were to tell you how much I was in debt right now, you'd say, man, that's not debt. Because I truly know people who are in real debt. I don't have real debt, but I don't like owing money. So I worked on that. I'm still working on that and it's doing well. But I started doing all these things, all right? I started reading more. I got into reading because I needed to give my, my, my brain a break from thinking about my divorce, thinking about my struggles. I started reading things that were going to help me, that were going to educate me, that were going to teach me some things. And that was another way to escape. So I started reading all the time. I would pick up a book and just read a few pages here and there whenever I had time. Most of you know, if you run into me in person, you'll see me with, you know, a little shoulder pack that I wear all the time, a little camouflage one. I have books in that bag, amongst other things. But I carry books around. Why? Because whenever I have some downtime, I read. The other thing I started doing was learning learning some new things. I started trying new things. I learned how to shoot, went to the gun range. Something that I always wanted to do. So I had some friends, went to the gun range and started learning how to shoot. I started learning how to do all kinds of different things. What's on my list right now is I want to learn how to ride a horse. I know that sounds crazy, but that's on my list and I'm going to do it. I want to go to a ranch and I want to learn how to ride a horse. And then what I do with all these things that I learn is I learn them first and then I teach it to my kids. I started learning how to do all kinds of different things. You guys see me doing furniture restoration now. That was not something I knew how to do, but it was something I learned how to do. You guys see me taking shots at trying to fix my car now. I'm not a mechanic, but instead of saying, oh, well, I'm just going to go cut a check and pay somebody to fix it. Now I try to learn and try to teach myself. Some things I've done right and some things I haven't. But the, but the fact is, I no longer just chalk that up as a loss and go spend money. Now I try to teach myself. And again, what I learn, I teach my kids. 
See, through this whole process that I've gone through and what you need to take note of is everything that you're going through as a father who's going through a divorce, anything that you step into after your divorce that you start learning, you need to incorporate your children. You need to teach your children these things. So once you learn them as a new skill or something that you've learned to help you for the future, once you've got it down, teach your children. That is not only a bonding moment, but that is something that's going to help them in the future. So every time I've, I've learned something new, on down to the gun range, I've taken my kids and I've taught them as well. It's important. Now, if you noticed, I didn't mention anything about women. Because even I, even I had to give that a break for a while. Because I knew I wasn't in my right mind yet. I wasn't... I still wasn't sure how I felt about being divorced. I know I wasn't happy, but I also wasn't sure how to date and do all that. Because to be honest with you, the few times that I tried early on, I felt like I was cheating on my wife and I wasn't even married anymore. Like I would be out and I would go and have a drink with someone or go have dinner and, and kind of try to get back to normal. And I would always be thinking, if someone sees me out here, and they don't know I'm going through a divorce, they're going to assume that I'm cheating on my wife and they don't realize I'm not married anymore. So that was like a real thing that I thought about every time that I would step out um, and try to get, give myself the opportunity to uh, try to get to know somebody. So that was very hard for me. So I just stopped that as well because I, I couldn't get past it. And I knew I wasn't ready, so I just left it alone. But I want to tell you this, all right? Here's where the encouragement comes. I want to tell you something where I'm at now. By the way, if you're wondering what I'm drinking, you're watching on YouTube, I'm drinking English black tea with honey. If you do not drink tea and honey at night, it is a game changer. <laughs> so if you're looking for something to calm you down at night before you hit the sack, Try some English black tea with some honey in it. It's awesome. All right, so let's get back to this. So I want to encourage you because here's some things that I have learned now that I've learned since doing the work. I have learned because I have been told by numerous women that being a great father and handling your business and training your kids and being active and showing your kids how to do certain things, how to be be strong young men, or if you have a daughter and you're doing things with her and you're helping her out and doing all that, there are so many women that are so attracted to that. Women love a man who is a great father. I, I can't I'm, I'm going to encourage you guys. I'm telling you the truth. I have had more women tell me that that is probably one of the most attractive things on me is that I am a fabulous father. And I tell you this because I want to encourage you that having children is not a burden. 
Having children is not going to block you from finding the woman of your dreams or the woman that you're supposed to be with. It's not. In fact, it's probably going to draw that woman towards you if you're on your game. And I don't mean you're just present, but I mean you are active in your kid's life. I have had more women tell me that that is one of the most attractive things about me as a man is that I am a fantastic father and they love that. So I'm encouraging you to continue to grow with your children, to continue to do the work, continue to be a good father. And if you're not there yet, get there. Okay, and how do you get there? Well, I just told you. You start including them on your journey. If you follow me, you will see that I take my kids to the gym now. But you may, okay, so you may tell me, well, my kids aren't old enough to go to the gym. Okay. If you follow me or you're new to following me, before my kids were old enough to go to the gym, you know what they did with me? They did field workouts. So they would go running with me. They would go jogging. They would do stairs with me. They would do uh, flipping tires. They would do sprints with me. They would do outdoor push-ups, pull-ups. They would do all that. Get active. Include your children on in everything that you do. And if you learn something new, share it. The right woman is going to love you for that. She's going to be drawn to you for that. All right. Um, I'll be honest with you. I had some notes here that I want to make sure that I'm covering. Um, don't don't put so much emphasis on dating. All right. Um, You could find yourself in a situation where you're trying to be the first one to get, you know, get your next partner. And then so you can say, look, I have a new partner. So you can show this person off. You don't want to do that. Okay. Now, the reason why I tell you this is because I have taken my sweet ass time settling down. Um, And it's not like I'm playing the field, but I've taken my sweet ass time because I have... I know how important it is for me to find the right person and how important it is that my kids don't meet anybody. I had someone ask me this today. Um, How do you handle introducing women to your friends? Well, first of all, I don't have a whole big circle of friends. You know, that's one thing. Um, And I said, I don't. And this person said, what do you mean? I said, I don't introduce them to my friends. I said, unless they feel like forever. You see, forever sounds crazy, but then when you put into perspective that I'm 49 years old and this coming year, next September, I will be 50. That's not so crazy to hear. So until a woman feels like forever to me, she's not going to meet my friends and she's definitely not going to meet my kids that's just how I do it so I want you to take that into consideration when you start thinking okay I want to date I want this date do that but keep it between you and this person 
until it feels right. And if it doesn't feel right, walk away. Because one thing that you need to find, you need to realize that is also very attractive to women is a man who knows what he wants. And a man who's direct. I know what I want. And when I don't see it, I walk. I've had no issues meeting women. None. I've met some beautiful women. And I've met women that look like they have their shit together. And they don't. They don't. Because give it enough time, they usually crack and show that they are a fucking train wreck. Sorry for the language, but it's the truth. Which tells me I'm doing the right thing by not introducing these women to friends, not bringing them around anybody, not introducing them to my kids. Why? Because I chose to hold off and wait. And I'm not in a hurry. I don't care if my kids see me, you know, single and not with a woman. It's not a big deal. My my business with a woman is my business. And my kids are they understand that if they ever do meet a woman, she's probably forever. That's the truth. And that's how you got to treat yourself. Now, what I mean by direct is you have to tell somebody what you're looking for. And it isn't even what you're looking for. What what are some things that you expect from a woman? Like, what are some of the things? I have a checklist in my head. I have a mental checklist. And I mentally go through it when I'm on a date or when I, you know, entertain the idea of being with someone. And I try to see if they hold true to it. Because I've had plenty of women say, oh, yeah, I do that. Oh, that's me. Definitely me. Um, Oh, I'm definitely a family person. Oh, I'm definitely. Oh, I'm in the gym four or five times a week. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I read all the time that. Yeah, that is so me. And then you're like, great. Awesome. What about this? Oh, yeah, that's me, too. I, I Okay, cool. Sounds great. Let's have dinner. And then slowly, I've talked about this already, slowly but surely, you realize they're not half of those things. But it sounded good. I know what I want. I want simple. Okay. This is, I'm telling you guys this, I'm telling the men this because I want to encourage you that there is, it's going to get better. I know if you're going through a divorce right now, if you're separated and, and it's probably over, I know you feel like nobody's going to want you. I know you feel like it's about to be the end for you and you're a mess and you look in the mirror, you don't like who you see. I know, I can tell you I was there. But you can change that. That doesn't have to be your narrative. Like You can change all of that. You just have to be willing to do it. You have to be willing to, to make the sacrifice and do it. If you want your life back, if you want to be happy again, if you want to find the new version of you. See, 
the other thing is is you when you get when you get out of a marriage and you're now divorced and you're a single man and you have kids now and you're in your 40s pushing 50 uh, you start trying to do the things that you used to do and I need to tell you something you're not that man no more you're not you have to think about who you were when you were single before you got married and realize that's not you anymore. Because if you're like me, you probably didn't have children. I never had children out of wedlock. I had children when I got married. So I was a different person when I was single. I was different. I didn't really have any of these responsibilities. So you can't get out of a marriage and get back you know, into the dating field and start doing the things that you used to do because it just doesn't work. And you're going to find that out. It didn't work for me. It may work for a little bit. I tried, you know. I went out with a couple of my boys who were single or who weren't married, tried to drink with them, tried to do all that, and I realized it's just not, it's not me. It's, it's, I'm not there right now. So, you have to take time to find out who you are now. What are some of the things that interest you now? What's some stuff that you that you haven't done that you want to do? You need to figure all that out. And dating's cool. But date date when your confidence is starting to get back. Okay? And I'll be honest with you. Fellas, even if you have money. Stay away from women who are going to make you feel insecure. And what I mean by that is there are a lot of women out there that are going to make you feel like you are not up to par with them because you don't make enough money or you have baggage, quote unquote. And what they're calling baggage is your children, is your ex-wife, is the fact that you can't just up and hop on a plane and travel the world with them. It's not baggage, okay? And that's not the right woman for you, okay? And what, I, what I'm saying is I've come across these women as well. And I identify it real quick. It's not going to work. Oh, I'm looking for my travel partner. Not your travel partner. It's not going to work. I got a 12 and a 14-year-old. I can't just hop on a plane and go to the Bahamas and hang out for a week and then come back and a month later go to Hawaii. Can't do it. Sorry. I'm the wrong guy. You're beautiful, though. I like that you're interested in me. I'm interested in you, but it looks like timing ain't going to work. It is what it is. You got to identify that and not let these type of women make you feel a certain way. Because you're not, you're at a different point in your life now. Everything in your life after a divorce is going to be about timing. Okay? Because you're also going to meet women who don't have children and want children and you got to identify that early as hell too you got to say look i don't i'm not trying to be that 70 year old dad in the stands for my son or daughter when they're graduating high school i'm not that's me anybody who's told me that they still want kids sorry not gonna work wow you said that so fast i'm being straight it's not gonna work so if you are bent, hell-bent on wanting more kids, let's not even get started. It's not going to work. I love kids. 
If I was younger, I would probably want more, but I'm not. I'm good. The other thing is, there are a lot of women who've never been married that want to get married. And if your divorce was something that you didn't want and it devastated you and you really don't want to get married, you got to identify that too. Gotta, you got to be straight. You want to get married? Nope. Not me. Oh, well, I really want to get married. Not going to work. I'm not saying that I will never get married again. I've, I said that early on when I went through my divorce. But if you're asking me right now, I don't want to be married again. I know I don't want to have kids no more. I'm done with kids. I love my two boys, and that's that's it for me. But I also am done with marriage. Now, if God has other plans for me later on, and he sends me the woman that just knocks me off my feet, and she's everything that I've ever needed, maybe we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But these are all things that you have to you know, think about. Because you're going to run into these women. You're going to run into women who still want to be married, who want kids, who want to travel the world and do all these things. And if you can't, you got to be straight with them. See, some men, and I know because I did it a couple of times, some men entertain that and they try to keep up and then they realize they can't. And then it just becomes awkward with this these women. And, you know, and then you start to feel like, oh, you know, maybe I'm not good enough. You are good enough. It's just you're not, that's not the girl you're supposed to be with. It's not the woman you're supposed to be with. She needs to go find someone else. It's all timing, guys. It's Everything is timing. I'm sharing this stuff with you because I don't want you to go through this divorce or this separation and feel like nobody's going to want me. They're going to want you. And and to be honest with you, hey, let, let's call a spade a spade. I'm going to be straight with you. There is somebody for everybody. So let's say you say, you know what, Ray? I ain't doing none of that shit. I ain't doing no spirit work. I ain't doing no mental work. I ain't doing no gym work. I ain't doing none of that. I'm just going to be me. I'm going to be the... The guy who's broken, who's out of shape, who is a mediocre father, who has a mediocre job, and I'm just going to try to get through this, and I'll, I'll find the right person. Okay. I believe there's someone for everybody. And there is somebody for that person, too. So if you want to be that guy, so be it. Be it. But this ain't the podcast for you. This one right here is not for you. You should just turn this off and go do what you do. But if you are a man that is saying, I don't want to be mediocre. I don't want to be this average guy and just throw in the towel. Then this is why I'm, you're who I'm sharing this for. Be encouraged. There is something about a man who is a father and in his, you know, 40s and 50s and being at the gym and busting his ass every day to stay strong, to take care of himself, because it's not just for people. It's it starts for you. Because you feel better, that's where your confidence comes back. Because you look in the mirror and you start to see transformation. And you notice one thing. 
is your brain, your thoughts go the way of your body. So however your body's feeling, that's where your brain goes. Start thinking good thoughts. You start having positivity. You start having courage to say hi to that person you probably never would have said hi to. There is something about someone who was broken that chose not to give, give in and throw in the towel, that chose to do the work. I have shared with you guys stories of me being in the gym with my two sons. And I have had guys who are bodybuilder type dudes walk up to me and my sons, dap us up and just literally say they love what they're seeing. I've had fathers come up to me and say, man, I never even thought about bringing my two little boys with me. You encourage me. I should bring my sons with me. And I always tell them you should. If they're my son's age, you should bring them. And to be honest with you, there are a lot of women at the gym that notice that. And I always notice them smiling at us because they see me training my kids to be strong young men. I'm not just training them in the gym, but I'm also training them to be upstanding young boys, meaning being respectful how to treat girls, how to handle conversations, how to be polite, how to be thoughtful, how to be gentlemen. When I tell you I'm training them, I'm training them on everything. I am telling you right now, if you do the work, everything that you think is going bad for you can turn. It can turn to a positive. I'll even take it a step further, man. My relationship with my ex-wife is better than it's ever been. And I'll, I'll say this. If I hadn't have done the work, it probably wouldn't be. Why? Because I would be this bitter, angry, divorced, single dad who's still pissed off that I am living somewhere else outside of my kids and we are no longer married and I am now having to fend for myself and blah, 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 all the, all the sad stuff. And in turn, we would have a shitty relationship, but we don't. We co-parent probably better than anybody I know. And I can tell you that because I've had tons of families tell us that. You can turn everything around after a divorce. You can become friends. You can co-parent and get along. Yes, even after your spouse or your ex-spouse is dating, you can. And guess what? You can be the man that you always wanted to be after a divorce, even with kids. In fact, you're going to find that you will meet women who have children just like you that probably do things like their, their children probably do the same things your kids do. And you already have that in common. And then you build on that. I say this all the time. Because I had this pushed in my in my path right away when I was going through my, my divorce. Sex is easy. Immediately, 
after my divorce, I had people in my ear, bro, you can do this, you can do that. And I can tell you right now, guys, take it the fuck easy. Okay? Take it easy. Because that part, it's easy, man. Any, any man can do that. It's easy. But you don't want to be that old man who makes a mistake after a divorce and ends up getting someone pregnant and being stuck in, in a relationship with someone that you don't want to be with, that you maybe were just kind of messing around and voila. So when I, t when I say take it easy, take it easy. I have had so many experiences since my divorce, man. Some good, some still have me scratching my head. But I will tell you this right now. Once you have some clarity, once you have your life under control, and once you have now cleared the path and you know where you're at and you're starting to find out who you really are, you're going to get to a point where it's actually going to surprise you because now you're going to be the one that says, I'm not going to tolerate any shit. I'm not going to put up with any woman's shit. You hear a lot of women say that about men nowadays. But trust me, there are more men saying that about women these days than you can even fathom. And I'm one of them. I'm not going to put up with women's shit. I'm just not. You will get to a point where you know you are a catch. You may not feel like that right now because you are freshly into a divorce. Maybe you haven't even gone to court yet. Maybe you haven't even went to the gym and started your fitness journey. Maybe you haven't went to counseling to try to get some of this stuff off your chest. Maybe you haven't done any of these things. But you will get to that point. And you will understand your worth. And you will know, I am a catch. And the woman who catches me is going to be very blessed. Because I'm respectful. I work my butt off. I'm a protector. I'm a provider. I'm a great father. I'm a great man. And yeah, I'm someone you can bring home to your family. And they'll say, I really like that guy. I like him. Great conversation. Stand up, dude. I really like this guy. You will get to that point. And you're not going to tolerate any, any woman's shit. You're just not. See, if I was the type to put my phone up to the screen right now and scroll through some of the women I've dated, I promise you some of you would be like, oh, damn, what happened to that one? What happened to this one? What happened to that one? Because to the eyes, they look great. But it was always something. Always something. And I'm not one to, to do the back and forth. Like, a couple of times, things hit or miss, cool. But I'm not going to continue the, the hit and miss situation. It's just not going to happen. I talked about this too, wasting time. Can't pay me back for my time. You can't. And the problem is when you're a single father who's gone through a divorce and you have kids, it's not just your time they're wasting. 
when they fuck up. They're wasting your kids' time. Because any time that you take away from your life to go spend it with someone else, that's time that you could be spending with your kids, building with your kids. So I take that as way more disrespectful. Because it's not just me. I'm a father. And I'm sure you're used to hearing women say, don't disrespect me, don't disrespect me because I have kids, I'm a mom, respect me, I have children. Guess what? Some of us dads roll like that too. I'm one of them. You hear how that confidence sounds? How stern I am when I speak about that? You will get there. But you have to do the work. You have to have the drive. You have to know. You have to think with the end in mind. I am going to change my life. I am going to get my confidence back. I'm going to be the best father I can be. I'm going to whip my butt into shape. I'm going to do the work. I'm going to get my mind clear. And I'm going to get my life back together. And then everything else you will see starts to fall in place. I'm not just speaking just to speak. I'm telling you because that's where I am at this present moment right now. You can do it. And there are more women out there that are super attracted to a man who's got his shit together. And a man who doesn't need to be with a woman. Don't be clingy. Don't be that don't be that guy who's who's sounds so desperate to get into a relationship. When things don't go well, make sure that they understand. Not a big deal. I flat out told someone, nah, this is exactly what I expected. Oh my god, why? Are you serious? Dang, now I feel bad. Nah. <laughs> this is what I expected. This is the caliber of women nowadays. So I expected this. No hard feelings. I'm just being honest with you. It's I expected this to happen. Hmm. That is a gouge, boy. Men been hearing that for years. A woman doesn't like to hear that. But when you get your life together as a man and you take care of your kids and you and you start to take care of your health and you got your, you know, you taking care of your bills and you got your spot and everything's starting to come together. You will realize, yeah, I'm a catch and I'm going to start respecting myself and treating myself like the catch that I am. There is no shame in that, fellas. And ladies, if you're listening and this is offending you, it shouldn't. You should be, you should be clapping and saying, yeah, that's the kind of man I'm looking for. I want someone who's confident, who has their shit together, and is going to make sure that I'm on point as well. It's the way it's supposed to work. So, don't lose your faith, okay? If you're going through a divorce, stay strong, go through the process, and understand that it may be rocky, dark, and stormy right now. But envision that the man you want to be after this and go get it. You can do it. And if you have any questions, by all means, message me on my podcast. 
There's plenty of ways to send me messages. You can send me a message on YouTube. You can send me a message on Instagram, on TikTok. You can send me a message anywhere, and I will respond. You can even leave a message in the comments on this video right here, and I will respond. All right, that's all I got. I love you guys, man. I do. And I want you guys to be strong. I want you to be, you know, I want you to push through everything that you're going through and know that and have confidence to know that you can bounce back from all of this. All right. I want you to keep your faith. I want you to stay strong. Don't give up on yourself. Okay. Be a great father. And if you're not doing it right now, step up to the plate. Be a great father. It's not about just being there. Being there is, is easy. Start doing the extra stuff. Okay. And I promise you, things will turn around. Don't give up on yourself. Don't throw in the towel. You're better than that. I promise the guy you're looking, when you look in that mirror, the man that you see, the, the guy you envision when you look in that mirror, you can become that. You just got to put in the work. Okay? All right. I love you guys, man. Uh, like I always say, my life isn't perfect. Oftentimes it is a mess. But for me, it is the perfect mess. Peace. Perfect mess is my perfect mess. Perfect man.